Hello and welcome to Dramit Vince. We are back to a Freeman Boo. Thank you for joining us. I'm Ellis. Uh, John, freshly back from Love Actually, the orchestral piece is here. How was it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the enthusiasm. It was like, I don't know how to put it. It, it, it wasn't like a good viewing an orchestra, listening to an orchestra experience. It wasn't a good viewing a film. It was like the worst of both worlds. I actually enjoyed it. That's the main thing, then, isn't it? But yeah, but it's always I mean, struck. You're just like watching a film and there's an orchestra playing sort of quietly in the background, but you know, they're an orchestra, so they're kind of loud. You can't really hear the dialogue that well. So it's kind of, but also you're not really focusing on the orchestra because it's a film. You're watching so, a film. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the worst of both worlds. I just thought you were listening to an orchestra play the music of Love Actually. That would have been we better. Were, that's why we were like, what time. is the music of Love Actually? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Even like the actual soundtrack, we didn't get an orchestral version of Bill Nye's like Bad Christmas song, which would have been great. We just got... So it was just like the, the score. Just the score, not like the, the Dido and shite. No. Well, what's the point in any of that then? I... You're gonna have to ask Ashley. Uh, um, it's just a cash grab, isn't it? I think it's for yeah. people to. Uh... A few years ago, we saw the Nightmare Before Christmas do a similar thing, but they had the original voice actors, yes. and they like put the film on, and then they come and came and performed their songs, and it was really good. That's a proper so, thing, isn't it? That's a musical. Yeah, <laughs> it's just whiffs of stinky, stinky. It's Christmas. We've already done yeah. Muppets Christmas Carol. What else do people like that's got music in it? Kind of. Uh, Jokes on you! Every film has music in it. Yeah, I'm, uh, hmm. I don't know. Every oh. film. Yeah. No, so that's majority like, of films. I was like, I was like, does a Quiet Place have music in it? Uh, Probably not. But then we we just watched uh, The Silence over the weekend, which is like a Quiet Place but worse because um, it's got Stanley Tucci in it and Sabrina the Teenage Witch, not that one, the young one. Uh, and instead of being like big armored sort of starship trooper arachnid things, they're like little shit pigeons. It's just it's terrible. It's, like, it's a terrible. Mum, can we have the quiet place? I'm like, no, we've got the quiet place <laughs> at home. <laughs> it's, but it's literally an exact and like, mm, yeah, like she's supposed to be deaf in it, but she hears things. Like, and I'm like, well, that's not deaf then, is it? Like, that's just anyway, it's shy. Yeah. Would not recommend. Oh, of interest. Watched... Can you hear Wham's last Christmas play? No, but not like coming through to you. Good. I've already, yeah, I've no, already... Santa's just knocked on the door. Oh, <laughs> so, the the round table one. He's just been down here. Did a did a U turn in quick uh, quick fix car park and fucks off again. Yeah, oh, they still I thought I could hear some, and I was like, "Is Joe playing some love actually no. melancholy music?" Doesn't no, he? <laughs> no, I wouldn't be so cruel as to put Wham last Christmas like some kind of menace. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm, already lost. I'm sure he did it last year about this time as well. But... How are you doing, Joe? Got the Christmas bug? Nope. Uh, my front room <laughs> looks like uh, uh, like like a 1980s Indian restaurant has thrown up in it. Like it's just full of two trees. Back up to the two tree system. Um, <laughs> after the three three tree system last year was a mistake. Um, that does seem like too many trees. There's a small tree here, but I keep knocking it over while the baubles are just everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I'm not really feeling Christmas this year. I say this every year, but like, it's just bobbins, isn't it? Like, it'd be nice to get some time off work, but eh, yeah. eh. like, it's good for you. You've got kids. Kids get excited about it and stuff. But like me, yeah. as a grown, it's just. Yeah. Eh, I've done Ashley. She gets quite excited about it. Yeah, it must be a woman thing. No, it's an Ashley thing. <laughs> Joe getting shouted at there in the back. Oh, that reminds me. I must go to Smythe's at some point as well. <laughs> Smythe's. Yes. 
Damn it, if I drop enough names, eventually someone will give us some free stuff. <laughs> Met that point in capitalism now. Hopefully. <laughs> well, we've, we've got lots to talk about this week. Oh. We've got two pay-per-views, the shows, and fucking Dirty Vince is back. So uh, <laughs> make sure to follow us at Dirty <laughs> Vince Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll, uh, we'll dive straight in. And he's back. John. John. Okay, so as always, bad news at the start. Vince McMahon's <laughs> back, and uh, he's facing two fresh allegations of sexual assault from two separate women. One of which being former WWE referee Rita Chatterton. Well, I'm shocked. Well, not that shocked. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. Oh, apparently, just before. Um, Oh, oh, wait, you've got it at the bottom here. Yeah, his, his fucking, I'm coming back. You ain't coming back, son. You're yeah, apparently he said he believes the media frenzy would have eventually blown over and he never should have stepped down in the first place. He, th- well, it, he thought about making a comeback. He he did that thing, didn't he? When like it first all came to light, where he came out and he was like, uh, what was it, like, forever together, now electric together, dreams. Forever. Yeah. And I was like, he just doesn't take it seriously. He's just like, yeah, it'll blow yeah. over. And I'm like, times have changed, mate. You can't just throw money at people now and make them go away. People want consequences for your wandering hands, pal. I feel like you ain't letting yeah. him back in the door. <laughs> Change the fucking locks, mate. Yeah. That's what I'd have done. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't even want to get into this, but I kind of have to. Uh, <sighs> Wall Street Journal is the source as the last time. Um, I do not have an account for, but Russell Purist have quoted a lot of stuff, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, facing legal demands from two women who who alleged he sexually assaulted them in um, in the November third letter to Mr. McMahon's representative, a lawyer for former wrestling referee Rita Chatterton asked for eleven point seven five million dollars in damages after she publicly accused Mr. McMahon of three decades ago of raping her in a limousine. Um, he has long denied the allegations. Uh, her lawyer um, in the demand letter say that uh, the damages to Miss Chatterton from the alleged rape were hard hard to overstate. The letter said she had suffered years of ongoing depression, substance abuse, disordered eating, lost income, and overall decreased quality of life. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Uh, the other incident is from a separate email to Mr. McMahon's attorney. A lawyer for a former spa manager said that Mr. McMahon assaulted his client in 2011 at a California resort, an incident that was previously unreported in the media. Um, yeah, he went to town for WWE event. Spa manager reported the alleged assault at the time to the resort. According to people familiar with the matter, spa manager also told her husband about the incident. Some of these people, um, spa manager also told her husband about this incident, who apparently drove to the event with a baseball bat and tried to confront Mr. McMahon, but was turned away. Ah, uh, you see what he did there? He showed up with the bat. He should have had the bat up like his trouser leg or something, and then whoop, wah. Ah. Mr. McMahon told people he refused to pay the settlement. Uh, people and uh, WWE's auditor have advised the company that resolutions of the claims, even if confidential, possibly have to be disclosed by the company publicly because of stuff that went on before, basically. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that event's at it again. Just fucking, just, just go away and die scumbag. horribly, isn't it? Like, Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's that, moving on. <laughs> it's moving on. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just it's the audacity of him to think that it would just blow over. Like, it's not 1988 anymore, mate. It's like, Oh. And with the internet now, like this isn't just a small allegation that's not going anywhere. Everyone knows about this now. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, Probably. yeah. Matthew so. Kelly. Yeah. No, what's his yes. face? William Regal told a nice Vince McMahon story this this week. 
that he he let him go on contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he was like, he was the only person ever to be paid by WWE and AEW simultaneously. It's regal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, classic regal. Last story. I had it in here for a bit, but it felt wrong. Mm. Just kind of like having anything positive <laughs> about the man. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, he also yeah. he also kicks kittens to death allegedly. allegedly. We have no evidence, but he looks like the sort, doesn't he? Tortures a Furby because he hates robots. <laughs> PW Insider has reported that New Japan Pro Wrestling is bringing Mercedes Venado into the New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom show. Mm. Dave Meltzer later confirmed it. As of right now, she is done with WWE. Of course, this could change. As he always says. Yeah. This is definitely the case at the moment. (laughs) I mean, everything's fluid, isn't it? Like, people who... it's true. People who we thought would never go back to WWE have gone back to WWE. You know, it's... Uh, but yeah, earlier this year, WrestleCade tried to book Sasha Banks for their Thanksgiving weekend event. Despite the very high price tag, they were confident that she would yield a return and were planning on making a booking. However, as the talks progressed, they were told that Banks wasn't taking wrestling bookings after January the 1st. Wrestle Kingdom is after this date, though, as is the AEW LA date that features Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter against Soraya and a mystery opponent. Now, that's a get. Fightful has already... It has to be someone good. And if they just bring Thunder Rosa out, ooh. (laughs) Um, Fightful has already heard from reps from multiple companies asking about Sasha Banks' status and inquiring what we think it would take for her to make appearances, even on a one-off basis. Nobody that Fightful inquired with at WWE has heard any change or update on her status, or were at least willing to say that they had. However, several AEW talent were excited about the possibility of her coming in. One source quickly agreed they thought that having Sasha Banks on their show weekly is another anchor for the women's division, something that could kickstart interest in it and feel would significantly help viewerships. I mean, I don't think the women's division's terrible, uh, but yeah, it's a big get though. Um, oh yeah, when seed main event. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it oh, would sure. just it would just be the pop for the, the yeah. The fact that they've built it this early as well makes me think it's got to be someone good. Um, oh, be someone big. It's got to be, uh, is it first, first dance fight? CM Punk? Yeah. Mm. Mm. God, that's a fucking speed mode, yeah. Uh, when asking... Hopefully it doesn't go the same way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with New Japan sources, they would not confirm or deny the news, which is usually something they'll quickly deny if it isn't true. Uh, Jay White was asked uh, about the number rumours of Sasha Banks and New Japan, and he said that he hadn't heard anything, but he'd love to introduce himself to her. Uh, when we're asked if he thought she'd make a good addition to Bullet Club, he said that's why he wants to introduce himself. Oh, of course. Why not have someone else in Bullet Club? Uh, as a side note, though, he also implied that Mia Yim is an actual Bullet Club member, saying it appears that we have a new member in Mia Yim. Uh, when we followed up and asked if he considered her a fully-fledged member, he says that Carl Anderson and Gallows don't need to run anything by him. He spoke of being excited for Kyrie being at Wrestle Kingdom as well, so that's nice. I mean, if you, it's, it's like come dine with me, isn't it? It's like if you hang around long enough, you'll eventually become a member of Bullet Club just by osmosis. If you're a bit of a dickhead in the entrance hall of like a New Japan show, that you might get a Bullet Club <laughs> <Yeah>. shirt. <laughs> just like wander up to you. Here you go. Oh. Here's a chair. Chair. <laughs> oh, off you go. Go, go on. Someone. <laughs> oh, fit, fit. I think I just sent it to the group there. Phil Lindsay's bold prediction is that uh, AJ is going to accompany Kyle to the ring in Japan. Mm. I mean, they they, they outright referenced it on Raw. Kyle's away. He's in Japan. He's 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 fighting and defending titles there. They outright referenced it. Mm. He would have thought. He would have. 
Correct. Um, this is cool. On to sad news. Uh, Matt Riddle has been written off TV last week after Solo Sokoa absolutely murdered him. And it is because he failed a drug test. Um, it's not the first time it's happened. It happened over the summer. Uh, it's the reason why the Seth Rollins SummerSlam match was pushed back to class at the castle. Uh, it was reported at the time that the reason for the change was due to a new creative direction. But Riddle had actually failed a drug test leading up to SummerSlam. Um, this was also the last test under Vince McMahon's regime. <laughs> Go out with a bang. Uh, with Vince no longer in charge, a new creative direction was taken regarding Riddle and his big match was performed until Clash at the Castle. Um, additionally, they were told that the company informed Riddle at the time that another failed drug test would result in a rehab or fired situation, which is basically where we are at now and he's been sent to rehab. Um, most, pro- most programs run about 30 days. Uh, and he's been written off TV for six weeks, so I'm kind of mm. tracks with that. Uh, they brought it up again on Raw this week, and quite an amusing segment, actually. But, um, uh, we found out as well that due to America and a lot of the states in America now think they no longer test for marijuana, so it's a big boy drug. It's one of the yeah, one of the bad ones. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Ah. Mm. Again, so it's going to better news. Oh, what interesting! <laughs> it's interesting news. I don't really know this guy, but it seems like a big get based on what I've heard. AEW have hired Mike Mansuri, who used to work for WWE. He's been hired as the senior vice president and co-executive producer for AEW. He was previously the vice president of global TV production for WWE. Uh, he's been on AEW shows for the last several weeks at least. Um, and Fightful Select saying his hire is even bigger than most people realize. When Triple H's regime took over WWE, many asked if Kevin Dunn would also be on his way out. Uh, when Fightful were asking about this, they were repeatedly told that the one person who seemed poised to replace him had left the company and they didn't really be able to get him back. This was um, Mike Manzuri. Uh, another source indicated that his name they thought Triple H would try and bring back to the company and Triple H seemed keen on his work. They didn't. Um, they said they didn't think he'd come back unless he was taking over Kevin Dunn's role and Dunn hasn't budged, so that hasn't happened. Hmm. We've already heard from talent and staff in both AW and WWE who were happy about the hiring and believed it would go a long way in helping AW's content. One WWE source says he's a good hire specifically because he's more in touch with AW's demographic and significantly increased the levels of production the company has. Uh, one WWE source who normally heavily criticises AW said he saw this as AW's biggest hire of the year. So Road Dog then, yeah. That's a good point, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, if it helps with some stuff i don't know i i, I don't really know that side of it no i mean either but from looking around quickly before this recording people have nothing yeah. but good things to say about him it's one of those sort of invisible jobs in it where like you probably don't know exactly what he does for a tv show but if he wasn't there it'd be it'd be worse, worse. yeah yeah well we'll see in it next couple of weeks see what you know if we get a lot more pyro and quick camera cuts <laughs> no, that's not him. Uh, former NWA World Champion Barry Windham suffered a heart attack. Uh, update: Bray Wyatt up uh, on an update on his Instagram confirmed that Barry is thankfully out of the ICU and is stabilised. And uh, Wyatt also noted that the WWE Hall of Famer was at one point without a pulse for ten to twenty minutes. That's a long time. Um, Bray had special thanks for Michael Todd Lalick, a civilian who gave Barry CPR while waiting for the EMTs to get there. So well done that man. Um, big gold star for him. The WWE star also shared the GoFundMe page set up to help Wyndham with his medical bills. At present, the campaign has over forty-one thousand dollars of its two hundred thousand fucking total, which is just bewildering. But 
you have a heart attack and that's you poor forever now. It's fucking broken. Oh, good healthcare, man. It's horrifying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not a million miles away from that ourselves here. But, no, we're not. But, but fucking. We're really not. Yeah. But well, also, yeah, uh, Michael Todd Lalic, big thumbs up. If we ever meet you, I'll buy you a drink because I would just freak the fuck out. <laughs> Despite having my Boy Scout first aid training and being a first aider at work, I shouldn't be. <laughs> Because I have, I fucking flap at stuff far too easy like that. Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. Everything just goes out of my head, and I'm just like, put a wallet in his mouth. No, that's not it, is it? Uh, hey, so don't have a heart attack around Joe, is what I'm hearing. Oh, if you do, have the instructions sellotaped to you. Like, that would be good. Everyone just wear t shirts with how to, like, yeah, that's right. That's my advice. That's my new, that's how we make money, lads. T-shirts for people with known heart conditions. How to do CPR? It can be advertised by Vinnie Jones. <laughs> Vinnie Jones. He, he used to do the advert, didn't he? So don't well kiss, in my head. Don't kiss him. It's not your missus. Yeah, that was he used to do an advert for for, for um, CPR, didn't he? Okay, he did. He, he did. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. You sure you didn't uh, dream it? It does feel like something I've made up. But oh, I, I recognise it. I recognise that line. I do recognise it. When he was doing all these guy Ritchie films and was uh, popular. Um, on to other news. Uh, WWE source confirmed to fight for William Regal's position has been agreed upon and he's officially set to rejoin the company in January. However, William Regal tweeted last night, and I'll quote it, there seems to be a lot of news about me getting spread around. There's enough people who really know me, brackets, although there are a few as trust is a big issue with me, who know the truth. Unless you hear it from me directly, it's at best second-hand information. Unless you hear it directly from me, it's either wrong or someone's interpretation of what is really going on. And that means everything in capital letters that is being said about me from every quotation source. That goes for anyone saying they have spoken or know me. A still tongue keeps a wise head. I still think he's going to be the bridge. He's doing both, mate. He's going to be the fucking... Regal is the forbidden door. Regal goes to impact. He, no, I reckon, like, yeah, I reckon Regal could just flip between the two. And, nah, what are you going to do? Yeah. When we eventually get Bloodline versus Blackpool Combat Club, then you'll all be eating your words, won't you? Oh, God, imagine. <laughs> I hope he goes in with his brass nuts and just punches Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> right in the out. dick. <laughs> just pow! That's why that clip was brilliant. He's just like, I told him daily, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A bit where he's sort of like, well, I knew my time was coming up soon. This is, you know, the way the system had gone. And also, I kept calling him an idiot to his face, which, which is <laughs> fucking... You just go, yeah, well, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be fucking regal, though, isn't it? Yeah, fair play to you, man. It was a smile on his face when he said everyone kept coming to me, even though they were meant to go to the other guy. But he had a smile on his face, like, he liked that. You would, wouldn't you? You're not going to go... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, updates on Cody Rhodes. He's not wrestling yet. Obviously, he had that torn pectoral muscle, which was horrific Ugh. at the Hell Cell. Um, but he has been doing stuff. He was filming a commercial in Los Angeles, which featured him and The Miz locking up on a, uh, on a bridge for some reason. It's probably for WWE 2K. Okay. Um, games. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Johnny Gargano, Rey Mysterio, Dominic, and Dominic, Rhea Ripley, Damian Priest, and Bianca Belair were also there. And Triple H and Bad Bunny were about as well. Hmm. So, you know, he's well enough to be doing doing some stuff. Yeah, well, expecting him back for WrestleMania. There's some pictures or... of him knocking about, and he looks pretty ripped, to be fair. But that Rumble could just it. be, like... Could be Rumble, but... Uh, and with that, it could be, like, a fucking expansion pack, Mania expansion pack of somewhere, in it, or DLC. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, they could just be advertising it again, it just getting could... it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to go back and play well, it. I haven't actually bought it yet. Frankly, the AW game's out soon, so I probably won't get around to it. <laughs> it's good. It's, it is, it is, it's better. I'm, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it's great. I just haven't... If you're going to get one, yeah. I, I have too many video games as it is, frankly. Yeah. Buying two wrestling games in, in a couple of months isn't going to be a good plan. Got my... Uh... You know, but you know, like um, Spotify did the oh, your year wrapped thing and all that. Yeah. Got one from Nintendo today. It was just Mario Kart, Uno, and Slay the Spire. That's all I've played this year. And I'm like, oh, cheers, oh, thanks. Okay. I've got a PlayStation one, which is like Elden Ring. You played Elden Ring. That's what you played. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, uh, mine's got literally God of War. You didn't plug it in the rest of the year. So, I've cheers. not seen the Nintendo one yet. Oh, it just came through then, and I was like, oh, fucking, this is, this is even more depressing. Yeah. There was I a brief period where I played a lot of Streets of Rage and then didn't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy Spotify Wrapped, but it's uh, got a lot to answer for. Now, everything feels like we give you a year year in review thing. Yeah, it feels like it was like this one day you played a song 14 times, and I was like, it was probably a bad day. Was it Bad Day by Daniel Power? There you go. Uh, (laughs) Where is Miro? It's a new book series I'm working on. Uh, Every page is just punching God. Uh, After Miro's absence, many fans have wondered where he's been. After inquiring with all elite wrestling sources, it was reiterated to us that Miro is and has been completely healthy and wanted to actively compete. However, we're told that creative simply, simply... haven't been presented for him and agreed upon. So he's ready to go. They just don't know what to do with him. Uh, Miro last have appeared... Him fight at, God. I mean, have him fight God. Have him literally have some guy come in as God and just have him exactly. beat him week on week. The various gods. Insult everyone. The, the Christian God. The Jude God of War. God. Yeah, the God of War. James Brown, get the Godfather of Soul in there. God's father. Yeah. Uh, he last appeared at All Out and before that Forbidden Door. While it looks like he was back to being figured in creatively during the summer, that hasn't been the case and he's only wrestled four matches in this year total, all between June and September. Uh, those that we've spoken to said that Miro is eager to return to the ring, and yeah, we we want to see Miro fight God or anyone because I miss Miro. Miro's like a fucking beast, and there's enough <laughs> like Miro just versus all of House of Black. Yeah, that. When it comes to you know, I complaining about the Ring of Honor stuff a lot recently on, and I've enjoyed the, like the pay per view last week and stuff, but it do yeah, I do feel like the amount of Ring of Honor stuff on AEW is uh, calling people like Miro to not be. Yeah. yeah, which is I a problem. Think... And we get people I don't care about as much. Samoa Joe mentioned him in the scrum. Did he? I think I said, said he wants to fight everyone, Miro, etc. Didn't Tony yeah, say why that they not fought? after after um, the last Ring of Honor pay-per-view, he's looking at like phasing out the Ring of Honor stuff in AEW because it's blurring the, the brand a little bit too much. Or something along those lines. Yes, I he, did. he said. Um... I can sort of... They are bringing... Ring of Honor TV is happening. Yeah, yes. Uh, but 10 quid, $10 a month. Yeah. Which I, it's I'm... After Wrestle Kingdom, isn't it? He said they kind of need to get all that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, There's going to be a lot of Japan involvement with Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's the bit I'm interested in. Because if they can somewhat, somehow like tie a Ring of Honor subscription into and a New Japan subscription together, I might be interested. That's what I thought he was going to announce when he started talking. Hmm. Uh, um, but I don't really is. want another subscription. Yeah. $10 a month for Ring of Honor is too much money. <clears throat> 
Yeah. We're going to have to have some Ring of Honor stuff on TV, right? Because when they're building towards the pay- if they're doing Ring of Honor pay per view, they need to have a build. Um, I think they used to do like an hour show that was free, and then there was a longer show that was on the Ring of Honor Club. I think. Okay, because I used to watch the the free one sometimes. We used to watch the hour one, didn't we? Yeah, back in the yeah. uh, back in the day. Yeah. That. yeah. But yeah, it's just, he, I mean, he's he's sort of got it back out there. Like, I think, I'm not sure what the, the buy-in for Final Battle was, but I imagine it was, it was the best best one that the company's ever done. There you uh, go, then. Final Battle they've ever done. That's right. their, like, marquee yeah. event. So, but nowhere near AEW numbers. No, no it's, it's never going to be, still, is it? No, and it's not, but it's, mm. it's good. They also it's said the, well. ros- the roster will become somewhat more distinct. He said, obviously, there'll be, like, Joe has to cross over. He yeah. said, yeah. like, your Briscoes. Etc. They said there will be more distinct, separate rosters. Okay. With little interaction. Good. I said it's Cross fine to have the little little crossover bits and stuff, and you can have a invasion, you know, a, a takeover and stuff uh, once a year or what have you. But I, yeah, if we're not seeing Miro, I don't want to see fucking Ring of Honor people on my telly in an AEW yeah, no, thing that I'm paying for. No more Jay Lethal. I don't know. Yeah, bin him off and Jarrett and, and Jarrett. <laughs> We'll keep Dalton Castle. We'll keep him. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the man has the best hands. Uh, trying to explain that to people. Right, <laughs> like, like, okay. Yeah. It's just, but why are they called the boys? Because I mean, they're the boys. But then later on, it was like, why are they them boys? I was like, oh, just literally, like, just don't worry about it. Just, just enjoy the fight. Different boys. Different boys. But all the boys are called the boys. They're like, they're not individually named. It's like Kevin the boy. They're just the boys. <laughs> just made me laugh and, a lot. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. More Dalton Castle forever. Uh, it's not me. Um, several companies in Mexico are interested in signing Lady Frost. Uh, she was recently released from Impact. She's on her second tour of CMLL at the moment. Who are open, hoping to anchor her down to a deal. But uh, Fightful have confirmed that as of now, Lady Frost has not signed anywhere and confirmed that AAA also has interest and has made overtures towards her. Um, we haven't learned how far those conversations have gone or if a contract was offered, but she is in demand. Good. Good. Uh, yeah. Good to have choices. Um, I mentioned we mentioned last week that Carrie Ray was doing a tryout WWE. Yes, and she's been uh, working main event this week. So I see most tryouts have gone well. You're a different name. Um, yeah, she's called like oh, Diana. Yeah, she's got different some... names, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's got a match against Dana Brooke, and she was one of AEW's first signings, but got at least for personal reasons in the summer of 2019. She's worked for Impact and NWA, and a New Japan USA date. Yeah. So it gives her a unique distinction of working New Japan, WWE, Impact, NWA, and AEW. Yes. Mm. Called Br- Brianna Ray. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't a million miles away from it, really, because um, Oscar has been um, teasing stuff on her Twitter, announcing she's going on a trip for a while. Uh, I think last night she came out without the makeup on and stuff, and it was a bit more. Yeah, she had limited makeup on and she also was wearing her NXT mask. Yes. Oh, so okay. Interesting. I think we're going back to brutal Oscar now, which is fine. Yes. And also, in a similar character change, um, W. Morrissey is now Big Bill. <laughs> because fuck it, phone that one in, innit? What do you want to be called? <laughs> Big Bill. All right, fair enough. Not Why is he called Big Bill? Because he's Bill. Because he's William, and he's a big lad. Yeah, it's 
I like the fact that like Excalibur was like, oh, Big Bill Morrissey there, and then by, by the end of it, they were like, just Big Bill, and I was like, it was subtle, but also, uh. <laughs> I understand you need to change wrestlers' names sometimes for whatever reason, <laughs> but can you do it before? He only debuted like a few weeks ago. Can you just? Why didn't you just call him Big Bill then? Why are we like? Yeah. It's not like they were going, oh, it's got to go through like a creative process and we've got to workshop Obviously. it and put it to some focus groups. A, if that went through a creative process, then my God. Went through a creative process of like two bottles of Thunderbird. I think that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Roman Reigns and Drew both had ruptured eardrums. The chances of two of them in one go. Um, both happening in the War Games match at Survivor Series. It's why Drew wasn't medically cleared uh, last week on SmackDown for the tag match. Uh, Butch, yeah, Butch had to step in for him, didn't he? And uh, they're both short-term injuries. Drew's back next week and Roman out till the new year, so he'll be fine for Rumble. Although Roman is on SmackDown this week, so... Yeah, I think he just means... I assume I mean he's not going to be yeah, wrestling. wrestling, yeah. You know, if he starts his entrance now, he might be there in time for the rumble. That'd be good. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's normally a long ass run, isn't it? Yeah. Still can't get yeah. when it was it SummerSlam when Seth Rollins ran away from everyone to attack Riddle. He's being chased down the ramp. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that gif. I mean, like as soon as like his music, the beat changed. He turned around and ran, and he's just being chased by a bunch of people down this long ass ramp. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, um, they'll be back soon. PWG have announced the Battle of Los Angeles tournament. There are 17 entrants in total, and it includes AEW, New Japan, Impact, MLW, AAA wrestlers. Uh, it's a full list here I've got, but I'm not going to go through all of it. We've got like, Speedball, Mike Bailey, Masha Slamovich, Alex Shelley, Jonathan Gresham, Titus Alexander, Jordan Grace, Leo Rush, Black Taurus, Daniel Garcia, Bandido, Konosuke Takeshita, who's just turning up literally everywhere. The man <laughs> cannot be stopped. Yeah, why not? <laughs> And uh, he held Del Vikingo. Yes. A madman. Yeah. Features in my uh, fantasy booking show. He does. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent him some gifts while he was doing it. And he's like, but why? <laughs> and I was like, because gravity is there to be cocked a snoot at, isn't it? <laughs> You're going to need a bigger boat. Jack boy! Cool. Uh, we mentioned soul sharks a few weeks ago. Uh, scientists have recently found two new species of them that have six gills. Just down the back of the sofa. Yep. Well, I think like a lot of times <laughs> in science, people actually had them but didn't realize it was something new. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they've got six gills slits inside their body. This is unusual among sharks. Most sharks have five, apparently. Uh, there was fishers in Madagascar and Tanzania who knew about them, but scientists never actually, you know, figured out that they were something separate. They just thought they were mutants, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think I just didn't realise they were different. Um, so yeah, in 2017, um, fishermen gave two of the soul like um, two of these sharks to Ru- Ruth Leaney, a biologist visiting from London's Natural History Museum, who realised there was something different and sent them to Simon Weigerman from the Alabama Branch Research Laboratory in Hamburg, Germany, uh, who tracked down some more preserved specimens that had been sitting on shelves in museums. Like I say, people have stuff and just don't realise it's something different. Hmm. Um, he picked a na- name for a shark, Phileotomia uh, Kaje, Kaje? Kaje's six-gill solo shark, after his young daughter, who watched on with great interest when he examined the shark specimens. So Classic you can just name sharks science after now. nepotism, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, Kaja also means warrior in Friesen, a West Germanic language, which he thought was appropriate given the shark's weapon-like snouts. He's they also found fucking... another... He's <laughs> retroactively... Oh, yeah, it means warrior as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad. They found another species uh, 
on uh, Zan- off, just off the coast of Zanzibar. And name this one uh, P and A after after her cousin Anna. So apparently he's just naming sharks after. You can't do that, surely. There's rules. I I, I'm pretty sure there was, but yeah, I didn't know this was possible. Ah, Oh, Shark Boy 7, something like that, isn't it? Not just just make up genuses and. But you can't just go fucking Susan, can you? But I'll put an E at the end so it sounds liney. No, this man's a hoaxer. What would you call your new species of shark? I don't know. I'd probably look at some sort of Latin words, innit? Like that, and call it like Knockatus Bonkers. I don't know. That's a fucking Harry (laughs) Potter spell. But. Not, not just, uh, yeah, I'll name it after me dog. Because it, it's A, it's a shark, not a dog. It's it's not a human, is it? It's a shark. Jaws. Jaws are six, six jaws. Whatever's six in. V-I, V-I Sharkus. There you go. There we go. That's Sorted. six in, in <laughs> Roman, which is even fucking Latin. Ah, oh, history. History is hard. Um, Dolphin slander. Dolphins are excited for Christmas because they fucking love Lad Baby and think it's really funny and that they give all their money to charity and are unaware of the fact that they have raked in thousands and thousands of pounds for their own pockets and are also sexual menaces and twats. Joe reviews. Boy, there's a lot, so we'll, we'll race through them. Um, do you, did you watch NXT, Joe? Obviously, you did the review. Oh, I did, but it's a, it's a whole week ago. If you want to know what that was about, go and listen to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast one, because yeah. there was a pay-per-view since then, so <laughs> I've forgotten. Um, I did enjoy the Iron Survivor concept. The Iron Survivor was good. The men's one was better than the women's. Um, yeah. Let me have a look last I like the Axiom, because obviously I've not been watching the Axiom. Very good. Axiom's cracking. Uh, where's the Carmelo robbed. No, that was good. We got, yeah, we got, we got spooky sick um, from Isla Dawn. You know, that's fun. Um, oh yeah, they're right. done a sick on a ref. Um, that was pretty fun. New day, yes. New tag yes. champions in a in a <laughs> fucking great match. To be fair, uh, Roxanne Perez. You know, started twerking now because uh, Kofi was twerking. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Eddie tribute spot when they all did it. Yeah, yeah. It's again, it was just a lovely match. I mean, it was always going to be great anyway. But we got that. We got Roxanne Perez as the women's iron survivor for some fucking reason. Don't know. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, B Terror, call him by his real name. Uh, also, someone pointed out that when he talks, he sounds like Kevin from The Office, and I can't unhear that now. Um, mm. Horses. Yeah. That. yeah. Um, That's a decent show. Grayson Waller. It's your iron, your iron survivor thing. It was a good cut. I, just, I think it just needs refining slightly. Yeah, Because yeah. there was a bit of you've been pinned, but it doesn't start until it, the clock started counting down before you got into the booth. So theoretically, you could just fuck about, like, and not get yeah. in the booth. But yeah, I mean, answer the picnic that, that and I was wrong. Um, Bron defeated Apollo Cruz to retain. There was a lot of wrong through both shows, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, in terms of what I we just... thought would happen. No, I like the concert as you said. It's first time doing it. At least they're trying something new. So yeah, it just needs tweaking a little bit so that the clock starts <laughs> once you're in the cage. That's it. Yeah, really. gives you the incentive else. to get in there, doesn't it? In there and out of there faster. But I told you someone was going to have a fight in there, and I was right. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> jumped off it. Um, SmackDown wasn't much. I have very little interest in Kurt Angle's birthday thing. Although I did pop for Jason. Is it Jason Jordan? Jason Jordan, his son in TV. Yes. He oh, came yeah. and he, he handed a he handed a 
dad card, but you didn't see him. And then the camera panned up and you saw him. And I thought that was nice because he got a really serious injury, didn't he? And he just vanished from TV years ago. So it was nice to see him and referencing history once again. Um, Tegan Knott's got a good video played, so it kind of explained who she is again to the audience, which is what they should do sometimes they they bring people back or up and they don't really explain who they are and they're kind of more layman fan isn't popping like necessarily we are <laughs> yeah someone like that is there um oh, that wasn't wasn't really much you can feel it when roman's not there to be honest that's <laughs> you can the, the, the tag match was good Seamus butch versus you so that was that was a really good match um yeah, that's really it for SmackDown. I literally finished watching Raw before we came on. Uh, Raw, I've kind of noticed it's a good bookend show. It usually starts well and ends well. It's just it's in the middle, three hours, isn't it? It's three hours of time. Too many hours. It's, yeah, it's too many hours. Uh, and we did start with Bailey versus yeah Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Alexa's now the number one challenger to Bianca. She won. Um, and oh, after the after the match, she won clean as well, uh, which was good. Cause he's been doing a lot of distraction finishes. Um, after the match, Bianca got in the ring to well at the start, all, all the crew were out, and Becky just attacked them all. We I think everyone kind of thought Becky would take out Bailey, but she just came out and took out all the crew and ran them off. So it was a one on one match. Mm. So oh, okay, be- so better way around with doing it. And yeah, yeah Bianca, the, the most noteworthy point really was Bianca got in the ring. Uh, she held the belt up, but put her hand out to shake Bliss's hand, who refused the handshake, but then put her arms up for a hug. And she did so, Wyatt's logo flashed on the screen behind <sighs> Titan Tron. Yeah. And she turned the hug into the sister Abigail pose. And they both just stared at each other. And then Bliss let go and kind of went in panic mode and ran off like, what have I just done? And she ran away. This? Although actually on SmackDown LA night he watches the TV show. That's quite nice actually. He uh, he played back the bits when he's been attacked and said, "Look at that mask in the background." Ah, okay. So hey. he was, again, they're acknowledging that, and he was like, "You can't tell me that isn't Bray. Like clearly it is." And his video got interrupted by Uncle Howdy saying his bits, basically telling Bray to get him. But then in the background for the first time, you could hear a woman's voice saying the same things as Uncle Howdy, and it sounded a hell of a lot like Alexa Bliss. So it's going both ways. Oh, I'm both ways, so. Well, well, well. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so, you got Bliss and Oscar who appear to be going through character changes or reverting back to other stuff. Uh, I thought Yeah, and it'll be done better if they've got actual creative control over it. Not yeah, exactly. Bliss is so good at this sort of character stuff as well. Yeah, so she's doing well with it now as well. Like, the bit last night yeah. was good in terms of her reaction. Yeah, um, I've seen the clip. She's in other crazy news and all. Uh, uh, Tazawa is now wrestling twenty-minute matches. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he tagged with the Street Profits, so he's gone from running around twenty-four-seven dressed as a ninja mm. to saying I don't care in the best way possible. <laughs> that was <laughs> that, that was, was the best. That was fun. That, yeah. <laughs> That was good. Yeah, and, well. uh, yeah he, he, tagged, he tagged with the Street Profits against Judgment Day. He he had a very hot segment. He, he did end up taking the pin, but he, he was in there for 20 minutes and he was highlighted massively. Basically gone back to what he was in NXT before. Was he, What was that group called? Like the time traveling? Oh. Time Splitters. Time Splitters, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's wrestling. And he even tweeted out wanting to wrestle more. So, yeah, that was nice to see. Um, Weirdly. I said um, there was a funny moment. Go on. Hikamanjiro was in NXT uh, last week, who was with um, Kushida in Jacket Time, who was in Time Splitters. Oh, is so, he the one who had the funky jacket? Yeah. The jacket, yeah. 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 He, was, he didn't jacket, fight. Yeah. He was just he just in the background and he just called someone a big chicken and then laughed and ran off. And, yeah. Huh? NXT in it, but yeah. Fair enough. 
Um, I mentioned before, I was going to skip it because I'm not a massive fan of liars, but KO was on the screen and I'm never going to skip anything <laughs> with KO. It's actually gen- genuinely very funny and acknowledging history again. So KO is about to start talking and Elias appears from out of the screen. And you got to remember everything that's happened with KO and Zeke uh, early on in the year. And Elias basically went, well, they've took out Solos. I'm fighting Solo. He's took out Riddle, you know, my tag team partner, you know, cost you your match last week. You're going to have my back tonight. And Kevin Owens is just staring at him. And he's like, why would I have your back? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, bloodline. And he's like, do you not remember anything that you have done to me <laughs> over the last few months? Said you mentally tortured me. And he went, that wasn't me. That was my brother, Zeke. He went, right, 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 right. Let's just pretend <laughs> for a second that I believe what you're saying here. And that is your brother. He said, the last time we saw your brother, I absolutely destroyed him. And you want me to have your back? And he went, yeah, go on then. And he went, well, let's forget that. He said, the last time I saw Elias, you hit me over the head with a guitar that shattered over me. He went, why would I have you back? And he went, well, we'll call it even because you took out Zeke and uh, I took out you. And he went, that doesn't equate because you've just said Zeke isn't the same person as you. And then he just went, so you'll have my back tonight. And KO just looked at him blank like, and he walked off. And then he came back on screen and then walked off again. Um, he did come out at the end of the match. when they were... Yeah, it was great. Uh, he did come out at the end of the match when he was being attacked but more to get Solo Sokoa, and Sammy ran off, and Sammy held back Solo and said, not today, leave him, um, and he dragged him away. And then Elias just came up behind, like, to say thank you, and KO just turned around and stunned him and walked off. Lovely stuff. I saw a comment KO. that said KO's gimmick is that he's the only man in wrestling who has a long-term memory, which is... And is, aware, and is, and is aware of wrestling being a thing as well. <laughs> yeah. Aware of the monkey shines yeah, that go on. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. nice. Yeah, he does it. Well, he used to do it slyly under Vince, didn't he? But now he's kind of got a bit more free reign just to <laughs> go with it. And then, uh, lastly, we had a clean main event. You know, Seth, Bobby, number one contender. Seth has won clean with the pedigree spear. That's how he won it. Ah. Oh, nice. Normally gets kicked out of, doesn't it? Yeah. But Normally you, uh, gets kicked you, out of. They've got really good you, chemistry you together. You were happy then. Too. I was. Um, I thought there was some shenanigans going on. Um the referee got knocked out of the ring and did some amazing jumping up and down on his leg action. Um, and I thought, oh, is Seth going to low blow or something like that? And it wasn't. Bobby just did the spear, but because the ref was getting back into the ring, he was too slow. Seth kicked out. Bobby angry at the ref, turns around to do another spear, gets hit in the pedigree and he loses. And, and it's nice that that finish gets a, a free count because it never has. Yeah, The pedigree never does. Nice. And I've talked for ages about letting secondary finishers get free counts because you've got to have that uncertainty. Yeah, I got to have time. The, yeah, exactly. The possibility um, of the big, yeah, the big news was uh, Bobby Lashley got fired at the end of it because he was warned last week about uh, spearing one of the officials when he missed Seth, and he was having a go at the referee for being slow. And another referee came in and he he elbowed him to get off him. Then Adam <sighs> Pearce came down. Down and he grabbed Adam Pearce and threw him face first into the camera that they were all looking at. So you see Adam Pearce's head come into the camera, who then turns around and says, you motherfucker, right? It starts getting oh. beeped out, but he, he says that, and then he just shouts in Bobby's face, you're fired, get out, and then it ends. So Bobby's got yeah. another job. So, I said, right. starts well, ends well. Yeah, Raw starts well, ends well. You have a Chad Gable, like, 20-minute technical clinic somewhere yeah. in the middle, and some some three hours is just too long, isn't it? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's too, it's too long. Sustain it. So um, no, I think he, he said years ago he'd get rid of that third hour if he could, but advertising and all that you can't. Can you? And they've no. signed up to a deal. Um, yep. Ring of Honor. Oh, which uh, like the AEW kind of fed into it, didn't it? Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Got the dog collar match announced. So do it that order then. 
Uh, we had the Diamond Dynamite Battle Royale. That was a lot mm. of fun. Um, they always are Battle Royales. Um, gets to start up some new feuds and see where you know stuff's going. There's, this, there's still this whole thing with Matt Hardy, and um, it's just it's weird. With yeah, whatever. I don't care. But they come up with themselves, so you've got to give them like, well done, haven't you? Um, Dustin Rhodes going. <laughs> yeah, Dustin Rhodes came out. Everyone cheered. Dustin Rhodes left. <laughs> Um, <laughs> bless him. Um, but we got um, some interesting stuff. We got Kip Sabian attacking Orange Cassidy, which was fun. And we also got uh, Ricky Starks as the Diamond Dynamite Battle Royale winner, which means he then has to fight MJF, which I'm fairly sure it was just whoever won the Battle Royale in previous years. But whatever. Um, no, it, it's it, no, yeah, you got to fight MJF. to be the top two. So the first yeah. year it was like the, the, the final two fought each other then. All right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's how I did it. But, um, yeah, uh, MJF comes down at the ring, does yeah. this big promo about Ricky Starks being a poor man's rock pebble. <laughs> um, yeah. Which was brilliant. And then Ricky Starks had written all of this on the inside of his eyelids, clearly, because he he, he, uh, he just basically laid into him. And it was just genuinely good promo fucking nonsense. It went on a little bit long, but eh, more Ricky Stark on TV, the better. Yeah, and so many people would have been eaten alive by MJF's promo. He he yeah. gave as good as he got. Yeah, so I would have slapped the mole off your neck. I thought it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, what else did we get? Uh, Mark Simpson versus Darby. Darby. Yeah. yeah, poor Darby. Um, he was always going to be murdered to death, wasn't he? Yeah, like there was never there was a point in that match though where you know. Darby launches himself out the ring and Joe does that nope thing he does where he just like walks away. And you think, you know, Darby knows it's coming. Maybe he won't he launch won't himself barrel into so it. Nope. nope, straight into the fucking crash barrier upside down. It was fine. It was one of those where I was like, oh, he's going to do the Joe walking away. Oh, dear, Darby's dead. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Orange Cassidy is challenged by Kip Sabian, but Kip Sabian says he's going to pick someone for him to fight. Uh, yeah, I, I did love the whole like, look, if you want a title shot, you just have to ask. It's kind of my whole thing. This right whole now. thing, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Cassidy's great with the fucking thing. It's it's just like he's so good. Um, Daniel Garcia and Jake Hager against Claudio and Wheeler Utah. It was fine. Didn't need to be on the show at all because we were getting basically versions yeah. of this. At, um, Ring of Honor. Jamie Hayter's yeah. weird sit down interview. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, strange. The women's trios match, which was pretty fun. There was a lot of stuff in there. It's nice to see Red Velvet back proper wrestling. And there's yeah. something going on there. Yeah. Because there I was lots there's... of side eyes, weren't there? Yeah, maybe some cracks in the in the baddies. And... But yeah, it was, was fun. Kira Hogan. Kira Hogan got... And... Yeah, it was... Yeah. I mean, they were never going to win. Madison Rain, bless her, got like 30 seconds of the match and then just got absolutely smashed into the floor and jaded. And that, yeah. was, that was her <laughs> bit over with. But it... You know, it was it was it was a good trios women's match, and they gave it a little bit of time, and it was yeah, it was fun. Um, and then Anthony Bowens, well, the the acclaimed against uh, FTR in yep, absolute cracking match. Like yep. FTR man, in it like yeah, to go from FTR. this and then three days later go and do what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mad shit. Um, FTR, uh, you, you... come. On. Oh. No, no, you do yours because it's still on FTR. No, no, I was going to say, like, they claimed only just managed to scrape through with a win due to some, you know, some some, some, some shim-shammery. Uh, the Ass Boys are backstage. 
because we can't have the Briscoes on TV. Um, so yeah, and they they challenged them to a double dog collar match for the Ring of Honor tag titles at the pay per view, which I thought, oh fuck, poor lads, like they can't catch a break, can they? It's um, but yeah, that was that was all of well, dynamite. I was just gonna say, you missed one big bit. So after the uh, Hager match, Shivani came in and said, I was told to play this video. Oh, yeah. an interview. The Regal. The Regal. Regal. Farewell. He basically said, if you're watching this, then something's happened to me, but I've taught you the last lesson I could do, and now you're ready to take this on and train you up. Yeah. And what was it? He gave MGF what he wanted because you've got to be careful what you wish for. Now everyone's going to be coming for him. It was a good way of writing it out, to be fair. Um, And it was genuinely a bit... He's like, like, this isn't the last we've seen of each other as well. But that could just be to Brian, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about Moxley. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Moxley, the trash panda. No. <laughs> oh, one more thing. Uh, Cassidy's opponent was uh, Trent Seven. Yeah, well, that, that was a, on Rampage. 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 That was on Rampage, wasn't it? My bad. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get, well, Rampage anyway. Uh, Moxley against uh, Takeshita. More of that, please. Just Takeshita suplexing the fuck out of everyone. Yeah. Um, absolutely cracking match. Um, Takeshita kicking out at one after the Death Rider as well fucking made me laugh so much because yeah. <laughs> yes. I was just like what a dickhead <laughs> but um, yeah just a really good opening match for Rampage all that Rampage has got a lot of shit over the weeks for nothing but oh, yeah. they, they well, put fucking cracking. barnstormers on like that yeah um, just fucking great Um, we had the Regina DeWave belt match between Sheeta and the Bunny Oh, I forgot that was for the belt. Yeah, of course. That was it, it that was, was cool. never really for the belt, no, was it? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> but, um I still like it when we defend uh, other titles. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. getting Sheeta on TV is never a bad thing. Um yeah, it, it, I thought the bunny actor as well. It was good. good. She's 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 come on leaps and bounds. Now she's back in the ring and wrestling. Uh, her and Penelope fought together. Yeah, do it. Have them as a tag team or whatever. There's enough women about now to stick a tag team sort of not division, but you know what I mean. Um, and then yeah, much else? um, Lee Moriarty and Big Bill did a murder, didn't they? Oh, That's against some it. jobbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't really need to be on it, but it gets local boys on TV. But Orange Cassidy against Trent Seven. Yeah, who was also hanging about Ring of Honor, wasn't he, I think? So maybe he's on there. Fucking begging for a job, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, a good, good fun match. Um, I'm not the biggest Trent Seven fan in the world, but... Oh, sure. It's just these... Um, it's the fact that Orange Cassidy has gone out and put these matches on with... Uh, like a, a, a triple threat, like all these random matches against different kinds of wrestlers, and has held his own against them all. And it's it's to his credit that yeah. that he can do that. And yeah, and the people that say he can't work, I've never seen him. Uh, yeah, like you try wrestling with your hands in your pocket. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You try making it look like you're not trying. It's yeah. it's a difficult thing to do. It's like, like um, yeah. Oshko, he plays Mario. Catherine O'Hara says that one of the hardest things as an actor is uh, playing drunk. Because people were saying how good she was at playing drunk in Chits Creek. Yes. And people, all the are like, you all would do it. You all would play it. It's like that, isn't it? Yeah, you, I'm very, very... Yeah, it's the, it's the subtleties of it. But yeah, um, and then Dustin Rhodes came down and kicked the fuck out of Trent Seven. Great. Bit weird, but... um. Yeah, it was, well, it, it? It, was, it was fine. It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a good rampage. 
And then uh, the final battle, which was full of twists and turns and title changes, oh, left, right, yeah, and centre. Yeah, mate. It was like every time there was a belt coming up, I was like, well, that's swapping hands now, isn't it? After the first two. Back <laughs> from Joe. That way. Joe will not relinquish his TV <sighs> crown. No, Joe's, Joe's, the, Joe's the gatekeeper for, for Ring of Honor, isn't he? He's the one you mm. have to beat to get onto it. But um, You see how he got people to address him in the presser? No. He, he sat down and he was like, I'll answer to uh, King, Your Highness. <laughs> And everyone had to say it. So if you don't say it, I don't respond to you. So everyone did. Like Simon says, but with a giant dude who could beat you to death with his finger. Yeah. Uh, Dalton Castle and the boys against Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony. It was fine. Brian Cage looked pretty good. Gates of Agony looked good. But also, you know, they won. So Brian Cage for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, it seems to be. There's nothing for him to do in AEW, is there? They've got enough big lads who can talk as well. Yeah, but I hope this doesn't. I hope this doesn't mean Dalton Castle's like going because now he's going up to AEW, and then him and I Ricky so. Starks are going to team up uh, and have like just the best tag team ever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of just the fancy boys. And what was it, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page? They were like, what was it, Gentlemen of fucking Honor or whatever they were called. They're just going to be called the Fancy Boys, and they're just going to have no socks on and cream trousers constantly. Yeah. Um, Mercedes Martinez uh, lost to Athena in a fucking great match of Athena doing murders on people again. Yes. In a hometown. Um, I mean. I've not I've not watched a lot of Ring of Honor pay per views like in the past, but I've heard that you know there's a lot of good stuff on it. But this was like, oh, okay, this is very good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Joe versus Juice Robinson. Yeah, yeah it, was... <laughs> it was it was fine. But having seen Joe do a murder on Derby two days previously, I needed more murder for my money. Like you know what I mean? If Joe's going to be in a match, I want to see him legitimately try and kill someone to death. I probably should have rewatched this early because you know of where it was on the card was a problem. I think. Given... Well, <laughs> yeah, this was this was the problem with it. I don't. This is the running order. This is what I, I remember in my head. Um, oh, I assumed you're leaving one match for the end. Was my well, that, that's what I was gonna do. Yeah, because it, it ends yeah. on a on a very positive. Uh, Utah versus Garcia. That wasn't very pure rulesy for a lot of that, was it? <laughs> there was, no, but... there, was... <laughs> there was some cool strategies there. Like I liked him like using the. Um surfboard on the ropes like force a rope break yeah and stuff it does some cool stuff it was good but i was trying to explain to someone the pure rules thing and they were like but that isn't and i was like don't worry about it (laughs) like pure rules is fine but i started with the punches didn't they as well yeah both 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 spaffed the punches straight away um but yeah Utah is now pure champion again uh which is, is good i enjoyed that in in the venue he made his AEW debut even is it? Oh, okay. He, t- cool. he said as him and Cloud he said as him and Claudio were walking down to the ring, he said, This is where I made my debut. Oh, that's nice. Claudio didn't know. Speaking of Claudio. Uh Claudio versus Jericho. Um, a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, it was it was a good match. It was it was what I expected it to be for a main event, to be fair. Yeah, but it was good, and it had an unexpected ending for me, so I was happy. Yeah. Well, 2.0 come down, started interfering and yeah. that, and... <sighs> but yeah, um, after... Was it like the 12th? I've seen a swing tap out, though. Was it like the 12th? 12, 12, 33, did. Was it? I, again, I think I might have been at that point. Um, yeah, um, Jericho eventually taps out. I mean, Jericho may have called an audible, because he's like... Gonna vomit. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it was. It was. And earlier in the match, Jericho counted one into a uh, walls. Ah. Cool. Um, swerving our glory. 
it was what yeah. we expected, wasn't it? Um, Swerve is a bastard man. I'd walked he off, is. and I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, but then Keith Lee does some Keith Lee shit and pins the fuck out of everyone in the arena. <laughs> like, it was, yeah. Man has the most graceful moonsault, and I just don't understand how it the is, physics of that situation works. Again, the person I was watching it with was like, but he's a big lad. I said, watch this, though. He said, how? And I was like, magic? Physics? I don't know. But the main <laughs> fucking point of it all was the rubber match of FTR versus the Briscoes, the double dog collar match. Jesus Christ, I went to go, I think we called Make a Brew as it was starting and came back and everyone was bleeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's accurate. Like it just was everyone. Just I was like, what has happened? <laughs> just got fucking Cody Rhodes syndrome and everyone's got too much blood in their body. But um some tremendous uses of um the the chain. Um, like especially in tag team stuff of like using it to leverage other people. Yeah. Mm. And stuff that one where he like grabs it, yunks him onto the chairs was yeah, I, off the top rope. Yeah, yeah. I think I like, was... got out of my chair and sort of started yelling stuff because it was. Yeah. I felt that because that was real bad. Um, Dax trying to wrap the police. A... I've seen a murder. Dax trying to wrap a chain around his head to headbutt him it was never going to work. <laughs> but God bless him, he tried for like a minute. Um, it was just, it was, yeah, it was absolutely what it needed, wasn't it? it just. It was was it the best and... one of the three? No. Was it a blow off to the three and left everything on the fucking table? Yes. Like yeah. it was just outrageously silly and it was cracking. For me, yeah, I still like the first one more, but if you yeah. were to say this was your favourite, I wouldn't fight you over it. Oh no. Like... They were all different kinds yeah. of matches, and that's what sort of if you can do that three times, she's doing it well. If you can do it seven times, well, we'll see. Best of seven. Best yeah. of seven. Oh no, no, no. I, I... <laughs> There's oh, literally, literally nothing they can do now, um, apart from like exploding barbed wire death in a tank of piranhas, um, yeah, sort of thing. Okay. But don't don't give them ideas. Um, but yeah, um, idea, man. the the Briscoes. <laughs> How much are piranhas? The the Briscoes have uh, got the pin. They have the belts back. The Ass Boys came down and beat up FTR. Um, and the Briscoes came back down and chased them off. And Dax, from a bloodied and dead position, they just pushed a microphone in front of him. And I had to pause it and remind because I couldn't hear what he said. And he's like, it's our life's mission to kill the ass boys, basically. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah. That's fair. And then they both, they all got up, helped each other up, and had a, a like, of, and it was just like, yeah, you can absolutely try and murder someone, you know, to heaven and still be like, you tried. And it was, yeah. it was good. It was just a really, but this, like, I think Samoa Joe had to follow this. And I was he like, did, yeah. unless you come out on a unicycle juggling, pal, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it could have been. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why this match wasn't last. We, we've had two of them now. We, we should have known what was happening. The first one I could see, oh, I put it in the middle of the card. Yeah, Tony, Tony was asked. Right. Yeah, Tony was asked in the scrum and he said he said they both could have gone last, but he also wanted to honor Claudio because Claudio won it in the first match against Gresham. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and and this main evented last time. So he was like, Well, turn around needed that moment as well. It was yeah, I fine. I understand that, but it did kind of affect the rest of the show for me, I think. It all felt a bit downhill and, after that. Yeah, and they were both good matches. Not their fault, but no. Just it wasn't FTR Briscoe's. When you've seen that when when you've had you know steak, why are you going to go and have corned beef? <laughs> I like corned beef; it's nice. Yeah. But, hmm. 
But yeah, um, and that was that was Ring of Honor. Like, it was it was a good pay per view. It was um, there's some stuff there that I probably will go back and watch again because I I missed and I'm probably going to go back and do all three of the um, the FDR Briscoes matches as well just because. Oh yeah, yeah, the trilogy. Tag yeah, let's do that. Yes, yeah, best trilogy of the year. Uh, we'll do some end of year award stuff coming up too. We'll discuss that later on. Uh, a reminder oh, for the rest of the server. Yeah, it's been a year. Uh, that, out of coincidence, the Vince McMahon documentary is tonight and thanks. Oh, really? so this is prevention. <laughs> yes. This is this is get the news out there before. Oh, I see. What a cheeky yeah, rascal. Then. Not that. Oh yeah, that, that uh, wraps up the show. Nearly the end of 2022. We'll be back next week. Follow us at Vincepod on Twitter and Instagram. Standard, standard day out. Right.